Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, did this dude just did this? With the 20th pick in the 2016 NBA Draft, the Indiana Pacers select Karis LeVert. From the University of The problem is you don't want to mess with a bat because, as you may know, they can be ratted. But there goes our test after somebody in the stands. And he is going after a fan, and he is waylaying a fan, and this thing is now getting ugly. Got them all? Justin Holliday has come in all three. Do we have them all? He did first time in NBA history. They had three brothers on the floor at the same time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Born Ready to Pod podcast welcome back to another special edition episode of the born ready to pod podcast this is chris here speaking to you guys as usual i have hawk here on the podcast and then also today we have a very special guest on the podcast been trying to get this guy on for the longest time he's now officially making his debut we like to call him as turtle boy turtle boy what's going on buddy oh not a whole lot what's going on with you guys (laughs) <laughs> where are you at turtle boy i'm not here no, but where are you at in the world oh where am i at in the world oh good old indiana like who's sitting, is this? sitting is at the mother's crib you know watching some mlb yeah and the turtle so you, you still live with your parents i still live with my parents yes what, what how did you get the nickname turtle boy you know, that just came up recently. I, I don't really know where Turtle Boy came from. I got a lot of other nicknames. Like? Uh, um, well, we're not going to discuss those nicknames okay. again. <laughs> I don't need to be called that in public. Um, but, yeah. I mean, Turtle Boy just came up. I don't really know where we got it from, but uh, you guys can probably explain that. You're the ones that made it up. What would you say your expertise is in sports? Is it gambling? <laughs> Yes, it is. Korean baseball, to be exact. Okay. And what about NC American Rams. baseball? Oh, you know, went uh, one and one today. Uh, twins dropped it. You know, they led, I think it was like five to three most of the game, then choked later on. Uh, but the Padres came up big, slammed Diego. Del Tatis. <laughs> Who is your favorite baseball team, if you had to pick a team? The Chicago Cubs. Interesting. I only have one team, the Chicago Cubs. And they, they surely won today, right? No, no. Oh, uh, you guys know about the, the Carner curse. Yeah. He came in in that. Yeah, he, he came in, actually took out the Cubs, the Yankees, and the Dodgers today. Can you explain to our listeners who aren't aware what the Carner curse is? Oh, well, they all know Jake Light, obviously. Carner uh, Car- is uh, Jake Light's brother. And uh, he's terrible at betting. Every team he bets loses. So you always want to fade Carner. Um, I should have faded Carner when he sent me his parlay this morning, but I didn't. I would have been a rich man betting all the underdogs. Um, he single-handedly took out Michigan in the final four, or the Elite Eight, sorry, in the Elite Eight. And uh, 
Dodgers, Yankees, Cubs today. What are Carner's top three mushes that he has cursed? His I would top- say I would say the Michigan has got to be on it. Michigan is on it, and there was one time he I made put Purdue it. on it. He was all over Purdue in the first round. He was in on the Buckeyes and ORU. That kind of hurt bad. Mm. Um, but he also once bet uh, the Chiefs when they were minus 900. He put them in a parlay, <laughs> and that's the only team he needed to win. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's got to make the list. Speaking of college, I heard you mention uh, the Buckeyes. You're not a Buckeyes guy, are you? Probably the biggest Buckeye fan. Oh, really? Yeah. So what happened in the tournament? Can you can you talk about that, or is that too soon? We're frauds. Yeah, <laughs> we're a fo- we're a football school. Were you one of the guys in Liddell's mentions cussing him out? No, never. I need him no. to come back. Okay, fair enough. Which sadly, uh, yesterday he uh, he's he might go in the NBA. He's got an agent now, and he's looking at avenues in the NBA. Hmm. He's not going to go. He's a second round pick, bud. Second round pick. He'd look good in a Pacers uniform. Do you have an NBA team? <laughs> yeah, I'm a Pacers fan now. Oh, nice. All right, let's put him on the spot here now because this is a Pacers podcast, and we'll get into some of that game from last night. But you will say you're a Pacers fan, so this is, you know, majority Pacers fans listen to this podcast. Name as many Pacers players right now off the top of your head. It's the first, bonus. First and last name. Uh, however you say his first name. Montes Sabonis, however you say it. Uh, Karis Lavert. Okay. Malcolm Brogdon. Um, Goga, whatever his name is. Bia, whatever the hell. I'll count that. Um, yeah, that guy, whatever his name is. Um, TJ McConnell. Okay. Um, Miles Turner. Yep. Um the holidays. Okay. What are the first names? Really, isn't like one of them like eight? I don't even know, dude. <laughs> I have no idea. Did Urban Meyer? Mahal- I just came on the Pacers bandwagon this year. How much There's did Urban much Meyer bandwagon. know about the sexual assault? What? How much did Urban Meyer know about the sexual assault, in your opinion? <laughs> Come on now. No, he didn't know anything about it. Okay, okay. fair enough. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this game. I know that uh, Turtle Boy will have some good input on this game from last night. Um, yeah. Pacers Heat, 92-87. to 87. Pacers drop another one after getting blown by the Wizards Monday night, I believe it was, without Bradley Beal. This team stinks. I'm going to be honest with you. They stink. And, you know, people on Twitter, you know, I, I think, you know, the the thing is, we've been pretty harsh on Goga on the podcast, wouldn't you say so, Hawk? Yes, and I tweeted he was electric the other night, not meaning he was necessarily good, just meaning he actually looked like he belonged there. You know, he made a lot of mistakes still, but just because we're hard on somebody because he stinks doesn't mean that he's going to stink forever. So what has riled up the fan base was Jake Light's tweet from a few weeks ago. You remember that tweet where he said Goga's just not good? Yeah, I do remember that. And so now after every game, the last five or six games, we've been getting Goga uh, supporters in our mentions, you know, referencing that tweet. And uh, it's pretty interesting 
how many people Jake pissed off with that tweet, but uh, I mean, he's playing well. I wouldn't say he's, you know, breaking any records or, I mean, let's be honest here. He's the, uh, he's the third best center on the ninth seed in the East. I mean, come on. I mean, the other night he he came down the court, he hit a three, came back on the other end. He let a guy get a wide open layup, took the ball out of bounds, threw it immediately to Jimmy Butler. Then he fouled him on the score. Then he came back down and missed. It's just, I mean, you never know what you're going to get. It's not, you have to watch. He's one of those guys. Well, and I think the biggest knock on him was, Pritchard and this everybody was saying how NBA ready he was coming into the yeah. league. So our expectation after hearing that quote and everybody else is, well, shoot, this guy's going to come in and he's going to, you know, be able to make an impact right away. I, I think if you don't say something like that, then maybe there's, you know, less of a less ridicule on him, at least from our end. But uh, yeah, he's played well here recently. Um, like I said, he's not breaking any records. I don't think he's, I think he's, I'm not, you know, I've said things about Goga in the past that I don't regret, but he's definitely played well recently, but come on, he's got to do this over a longer period of time. Number one. And number two, this team's got to win games. I mean, who cares what any of these guys are doing if they keep losing They're four games under 500? Um, yeah. Who cares? I believe the original quote was we were astounded that he dropped as far as he did. We felt like we had to take him. I I'll never forget that Pritchard quote. And, you know, at the end of the day, you want him to be the backup to a center when we trade one of our other centers. So at some point down the road, he could be, you know, a fine seventh man. Hopefully that's the goal. I think. Yeah. It's, I mean, obviously we're not rooting against him. I mean, we hope we're wrong. We hope that Jake's tweet's wrong. I mean, he's definitely the biggest hater on the Goga bandwagon. Yep. Um, so, I mean, and he's not on here to talk about it. So this is like the third time in a row he's Heisman the podcast, and that's why we have Turtle Boy on here in the background. Let's go. Turtle Boy, are, are you still here? No, I'm still here. Just making sure. So, yeah, the, uh, the Pacers had a big lead there for most of this game. Blew it in the fourth quarter. They were outscored by seven points by the Heat there in the fourth. Um you know, Sabonis went down there for a little bit, was out for a few minutes because he got injured his knee. And, uh, yeah, this team just didn't score a basket, I think, from the five-minute mark in the fourth to, like, the, you know, minute mark. Or maybe even they didn't score another basket for the rest of the game. I don't re- really remember. It doesn't matter. But, uh, I mean, there's no excuses for, for that, especially when you fire Nate McMillan specifically for this and you can't score a basket with, a so-called offensive genius as your head coach. I mean, what gives? Yeah, and we haven't mentioned, but, you know, that loser Oladipo decided not to play. I don't know if it was for what reason or what, but he was not in the game. It didn't matter. I think Jimmy Butler didn't even score till the third quarter, if I remember right. And then from there, he was kind of took control over the game, that closer that we so desperately need and don't have, it feels like. And, you know, Levert's still coming back. He, he didn't really have his best shooting night. Brogdon had an off night after having some, some good games in a row. It just looked gross. I think we had scored a hundred points in like 20 something straight games and we didn't even get to 90 this game. So we have the season series against the heat two one. So if it comes down to it, we at least have that, but they're on a different trajectory than we are right now. It looks like, but our schedule does get easier. Like we talked about last time. Well, yeah, it gets easier, but. I mean, we just lost to the Wizards without Bradley Beal. So if we can't beat them, how are we going to beat any of these cupcakes on the schedule coming up? I mean, I think we're really the cupcake at this point. Do you still think we're a playoff team or do you think we're a play-in playoff team, which I don't even know if that counts. I mean, let's just look at the standings here. 
Let's pull these bad boys up. And I'm going to tell you the teams that are ahead of the Pacers. You tell me if you think they're better. Let's have Coon decide this. Let's do it. Coon, and that is, his re- that is his real last name. Yes. Um, um, all right. So right above them, Boston Celtics. They're definitely better than the Pacers. Yes. Hawks. I agree. Yeah, agreed. Atlanta Hawks. Mm. I'd say no, but that's just because they don't play any defense. Yeah, I would say no as well to them. Yeah, I agree with that. No. New York Knicks. No. This year? This year. These ain't your older brother's Knicks. I feel like I think we're pretty equal with Randall playing the way he is. I'd still say we're probably better in a, a series, but it's close. If it came down to it. I mean, the Knicks definitely deserve a playoff spot ahead of us. I don't think they're better, but I think if it got to that point, I think they would squeak in before us. Um, Miami, definitely better than us. The Charlotte Hornets are the fourth seed. They're not better than us, um, especially with LaMelo Ball out for the rest of the year. Yeah. And then you got Bucks, Sixers, and Nets, um, also obviously better than us. Um, And then you look. You know, the two spots below us, the Bulls and the Raptors, I mean, the Bulls have gotten better. They have Vucevic now, so who knows how long it's going to take for that thing to, you know, start chugging along. Raptors aren't very good this year. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think they're a playoff team, so we're probably better than them. But, yeah, there's there's a lot of teams that I feel like are better than Pacers, and at most I feel like the ceiling for this team is like a seven seed this year. Yeah, and that's – and that's you'd almost rather miss the playoffs at that point, and – I'm usually not for that line of thinking because we're usually in that four or five matchup, but you know, after getting swept out of the playoffs, I think maybe it's time to miss the playoffs once. I wouldn't, that wouldn't be the worst thing to happen. What do you think turtle boy? (laughs) Well, you know, I don't think much in the NBA. All right. I don't watch much of it. I don't really know much about it. (laughs) I watch the Pacers when I can, but. You know, I don't have the uh, what is it, the Fox Sports One or whatever that channel it's called is. Valley so Sports, Valley <laughs> Sports, dude. I don't get to watch them. <laughs> so, so, this question last night, the Pacers podcast, the Australian Pacers podcast, posted on Twitter, and they said, "How do you honestly want the Pacers to finish the season?" Very good poll here, six hundred thirty-one votes. The three options: low seed in the playoffs. Number two is the play-in tournament. So, like, with those first two options, the first option, low seed in the playoffs, got 20%, and the play-in tournament got 9%. Like, what the hell are you thinking voting for that? Like, honestly. Like, yeah. why, Like, I feel like uh, Simon, like, just created a bunch of Twitter accounts and voted for that. Maybe. Um, just because just he, you know, wants that playoff revenue, I guess. But, yeah, why would you vote for that? 29% of the votes pretty much want them, you know, playing some sort of playoff basketball. The number three, get in the lottery. 71% of fans have spoken, and they want this team to tank for the rest of the year. I voted for that option. I am all for it. This team doesn't have what it takes this year, um, you know, to do it, make any noise in the playoffs. Yeah, they could win some games. They could win some big games. But let's be, let's be realistic here. Would you rather have another first-round playoff loss? And I'll be even, I'll even be generous. I'll give you, you know, six games in the first round. So you win two of those games. You lose four, two in the first round. I'm being generous. You know what? Hell, I'll give you a seven game series. Would you rather get beat in the first round in a seven game series or 
have a top 10 draft pick? You know, with this draft class, especially because I think it's better than last year's and I think it may even better than next year's looking down the road. I think it's a lottery pick, top 10 pick, no doubt. Now, no doubt about it, because I mean, those excitement you get from winning those two games, you're just going to get your heart ripped out losing the other four. You know what I'm saying? So who cares? Like, you know, I need to do I need to get planning done. I got to get in the field. So I'd rather be doing that than watching shitty basketball. Well, don't you agree, Tyler? I agree. I agree. And uh, Crutwig, whatever his name is, would look good at like pick number nine. That's true. We're definitely getting Crutwig from Loyola. <laughs> Here's my other gripe from last night's game with Bjorkgren before we wrap up this game is I don't really understand what he's doing, you know, rotations wise. I understand that the big men were in foul trouble last night, which that really didn't have an impact on the rotations, but you know, I'm a big TJ McConnell fan. I hope he's back on the team next year and for many years after that. But why on God's green earth is he playing deep into the fourth quarter when the dude can't shoot anywhere outside? They're running a 2-3 zone. I mean, why is he playing all these minutes? And you have Doug McDermott and Justin Holiday, two shooters on the bench. You just take them out. And I understand that McConnell can get things going and he can create offense for others. But in that scenario, it wasn't working, and there's no reason he should have played that late into the fourth quarter. It was kind of mind-boggling for me, in my opinion. Yeah, I think he's just gotten on the, the short list of Nate's favorite players, so he gets that little roll bump. He's Like you said, he can at least create when he's on the, the court. He's never been a scary threat to shoot the three, and Holiday was one for eight last night. McDermott, on the other hand, you know, he was he was he was cooking. So I think we needed to score. I mean, we were struggling to score. They were playing great defense. We were playing fairly good defense right back. It was one of those hard, hard fought games. We needed points bad and McConnell out there. Yes, he can create. But when they're just packing it in and forcing you to shoot like they were last night, it seemed like I think I definitely agree. At least McDermott would have been the better option. And and how about Aaron Holiday? I mean, Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's honestly unbelievable. The games that he is good games now are anomalies. It used to be like maybe every other game would be good. And then, you know, now it, it seems like he's regressed this year. And we've talked about it already. But, you know, last year he seemed like he was at least on a projection to be, you know, a good second unit guy. Now he's barely scratching the floor. 14 minutes, one for four from the field. I mean. It's not looking good for Aaron Holiday, I'll tell you that. Um, and the Pacers just signed some guy to a 10-day contract today. Do you remember his name? Because I don't remember it off the top of my head. No clue at all. Tyler? Um, no, I'm looking it up. <laughs> uh, O'Shea Brissett. That's who it is, yep. O'Shea Brissett. Jacoby's cousin. Yeah, um, what they need. He, uh, Never heard of O'Shea Bissett. Um, let's play the game right now. Where, guess where, where you think he went to college? I know Tyler probably has it pulled up, probably. I don't. O'Shea All right, guess Bissette. where he went to college. I'm going to guess Washington State. Um, I'll give you a clue. This is a team that was recently beat in the NCAA tournament. There's your only clue. Recently beat? Recently. What wasn't Michigan? 
I would have nope. Then it was Syracuse. Ding ding ding. We have a winner. Let's he played go. for the Syracuse Orange. We're fighting baddies. He was uh, 22 years old from Toronto, Canada. So probably a big fan of Drake. Hmm. Huh. That'd be my assumption. He's from Toronto. I mean, right? I mean, I think you have to be a fan of Drake and Alanis Morissette if you're from Toronto. <laughs> um. All right. So uh, let's look here. Looking ahead. Pacers next game. Friday night. At home against the Charlotte Hornets. The Hornets are 24 and 22 right now. Like I mentioned earlier, playing without LaMelo Ball. Um, they were, as we're recording this, getting their asses handed to them by the Brooklyn Nets. They're currently losing 75 to 50 in the third quarter to the Nets. Um, so, blowout loss they're going to have here tonight. And then uh, going on a back to back tomorrow against the Pacers. Sabonis is expected to play. Um, so, do the Pacers bounce back in this game, Hawk? What do you think? Looking at the box score right now, it doesn't look like uh, Harden played tonight. So, I'm just, that's kind of factoring it in. Devontae Graham's going to obviously kill us. He always does. He always will. Terry so, Rozier. Yep, Rozier always has a good game. I think this is a spot we have to win. Losing three in a row still is kind of a shock to me, and it's at home. So, I'm going to say we're going to win. But, you know, after they getting blown out by the Nets, it looks like who knows. What do you think, uh, Turtle Boy? What, do you, what are your thoughts here? Oh, you know, you said you guys are facing the Hornets uh, tomorrow. So I'm looking at the lines trying to scout out a bet as we speak here. There you go. Um, minus four is what they got the Pacers right now. Um, the line's the minus one? 106. What's the total? Hmm. The total is uh, – 222 and a half. Oh, you got to hit that. Hitting the over? Oh, yeah. Hmm. They do not have a halftime bet. I usually like doing the first half. Um, I would probably. Pacers minus two. Yeah, I'd probably take the Pacers minus two in the first half. There you go. That's a lot. Yeah, Pacers minus two first half. If that's what it is when they uh, open up. At, I would do that, that too only... because they played like shit in the fourth quarter, so they played well yeah. in the first half. Yeah. So, yeah, be looking um, at that. Update here: Victor Oladipo right now in his debut with the Heat, four points and three assists. Hawk. How long have they been playing? Second quarter. He's got three fouls. Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> and they are. Barely winning. All right, let's get down to brass tacks here before we wrap this episode up. Uh, Turtle Boy, there's one reason why we have you on the show tonight. We want locks for the baseball season. So, uh, you know, look at tomorrow's schedule. Look at some futures right now on the spot. What do you got? How can our make our listeners some money? So you're wanting bets for tomorrow is what you're wanting. Yeah. Yes. So there's no lines out on Sandal or DraftKings or anything like that yet. Know the good teams. Give us an underdog win. So okay, you want an underdog win. If you if you go if you go on ESPN app under MLB, the lines are already on there. The Red Sox are minus one sixty favorites against the Orioles. Okay, yeah, yeah. I see that. I see that. I mean, I could see like uh who are the Giants pitching well? Cueto. Ooh. 
Um, I mean, that's a game I'd look at. Um, I think you got to go Padres F5 money line. Listen, I would go Padres F5 bet, but the problem is, oh, we're pitching Snell. Oh, yeah. We're pitching Snell. I say we're pitching Snell. I'm a Cubs fan, not a Padres fan. Come on. Uh, That line's probably going to be like minus like 170 or 180. There's not going to be no value there, really. Give me Um, another dog. That's what I'm looking for right now. Do it now. Uh, I like the White White Sox are, aren't favored. Oh tomorrow. yes, What's the cool? White Sox. The White Sox are underdogs. They play tonight at mm. ten. What's what's the what's that at tonight? We'll see if you're right tomorrow. Uh, what do we got tonight? Uh, let's see here. Tomorrow is Michael <laughs> versus Heaney. Giolito's pitching. Um, I already have a bet. I think on the White Sox. Let's go in the bet slips here. We have. I had a parlay going on, I think, a three-teamer. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I liked I liked the White Sox, the Athletics, and I actually went to Giants tonight. The White Sox are minus 118, and they're pitching Giolito. You so cannot beat that line. Mortgage your house. Bet your whole life savings. Just kidding. Don't do that. Bet responsibly. Always remember to bet responsibly. Oh, it's now moved to minus 124. Because they heard you talking about it. Yeah, Actually, exactly. before we wrap up, two things I want you to tell. So, uh, Turtle Boy, why don't you tell the story about how we went to Las Vegas a few weeks ago and the first bet that you placed when you got there. Why don't you tell that story? <laughs> so, it, it wasn't my bet, though. All right? I got this bet off Twitter, and I followed this guy. I mean – if you're gonna put your record on Twitter, I'm, I'm I guess like I'm gonna trust you. All right, I follow this guy. Facts. He put out Jakob uh, Poitel, whatever you say his name. Um, what was it? Over eight and a half points. So before we even checked in, I walked to the first kiosk. I only threw you know half a unit, fifty bucks in there. Um, it hit easily. I mean, he had it in the first quarter. Uh, it happened to be the only bet I hit while I was in Vegas. But, uh, you know, it was pretty exciting. Uh, never really heard of the guy, Yacapoidal, but, uh, yeah, might as well just throw some money on him. People are going to feed you locks. I mean, who just goes to Vegas and the first bet they do is on Yacapoidal? I mean, your life has to be some special kind of shit to do something I mean, like as that. As long as it hits, I got, you got to love it. But as you guys know, that was the only bet to hit. And you guys were making fun of me all week. So there was that. The uh, S-curve. The S-curve. Last thing before we wrap this up, Tyler, I'm not going to get into specifics here, but are you going to do the deed? <laughs> I'm going to have to sometime soon. What is that? I'm, I'm a little out of the loop. Is that referring to messaging a girl on Bumble? Is that what we're talking about? Uh, No, not Bumble, I guess. Do you think that she listened to this podcast? Maybe she'll know that you're interested. What? No. What? No, that's no her chance. full name and her social security number for our listeners. Yeah, uh, we ain't we ain't getting to these details. All right, fair enough. We're just messing with you, Tyler. All right. <laughs> Are we over or something? No, Turtle Boy, we're still going. <laughs> I'm just so confused. You got anything you want to leave the listeners with? Any words of wisdom? Uh, yes, always bet responsibly. Um. <laughs> 
Yeah. What? Do you bet responsibly? No, I don't. I bet irresponsibly. And uh, it comes back to bite me sometimes. Is that why you're living uh, at home still? It could be. Um, Yeah, could very well be. (laughs) But, you know, I'm just trying to hit it big, you know, hit a big parlay. and There you go. Maybe maybe retire. So another question before we let you go here. I mean, we're just full of questions for this guy. Do you think this is, you know, you're going to make this a regular thing where you just jump on and just you're the random guy in the background? I would love it. This is more exciting than talking about a shitty Pacers team, honestly. I, yeah. I would love it. I mean, it took forever to get me on here. So here I am. All right. That's going to wrap up this episode of the Born Ready to Pop podcast. We'll talk to you guys soon. This is Chris, Hawk, and Turtle Boy signing off. See you guys later. Later. <laughs> Turtle Boy, you shined. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. Now you know what you should do.